For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well, staying safe wherever you are in the world. Andy, before we get into all things Roma and the victory against Fiorentina, can we briefly touch upon... Since you and I are huge fans of cinema, this past weekend was difficult. Gigi Proietti, wow. Sean Connery, both yeah. passing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty, taking uh, another, another good batch of uh, incredibly talented people. Um, you know, uh, people yes. that the likes of which we will never see again. People that belong to a generation of talents that unfortunately is is fading away um i wrote a small tribute to to sean connery um i i also uh, think of when i think of gigi Proietti, i think of all the afternoons i spent at my grandmother's place when i was living in italy uh watching his movies on 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 uh, italia uno um, yeah yes. and it's and yeah, it's it's you know those people become part of your lives. You know, you watch Sean Connery and The Untouchables when you're a kid, and you want to shoot gangsters, and right, uh, you watch right. Gigi Proietti uh, tell funny stories, and you want to tell the same funny stories and make people laugh the same way he did. And so it's it's very sad, um, and it's 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 just another loss um, in already this very unfortunate year that really is. Um, can't be done fast enough no it is taking no prisoners and even if you weren't a huge fan of cinema proietti man everybody has seen aladdin and if you were a child in in italy that was yeah. without doubt you've seen aladdin and he did the voiceover for the he was Italian the equivalent of that, robin williams yes, yeah he was he, he was the genie like when you watch it in, in the English language, you watch it for Robin Williams. When you watch it in the Italian language, you watch, you it, watch for it for Gigi. Yep. Yes, yep. that's that's the thing. That and that's all the the talented people can do that. That's when you know you have talent when you can basically draw an audience just with the use of your voice. Yeah, unbelievable. So two huge losses in the world of film. Andy Roma, they win against Fiorentina. Probably one of the most comfortable victories we've seen in some time it, it, there was never a moment yesterday evening where I felt that Roma were even remotely in trouble a couple of moments I guess in the first five maybe seven minutes but beyond that that was domination of the highest order and a score line that was incredibly flattering in Fiorentina's favor yeah yeah, this was definitely a game that, you know, mo most Roma games when we're 1-0 up, um, we don't feel comfortable. We actually feel like, oh, man, if we don't score, we're in trouble. In this game, we were running circles around them being 1-0 up, and it, it, was, it just felt easy. Um, and I've, I've, 
I haven't experienced this with with Roma in in quite some time. This this feeling of just being comfortable and being the driver's seat for the majority of the game because as you said Fiorentina basically died down after the first five six minutes um that's when Ribéry was was at his most dangerous um and then got manhandled by by our three center backs it was it was a comfortable win and I I think this you know if we're looking at um, the Roma that Fonseca wants to have at his disposal and the Roma that he thinks is it fits his idea of football. This is the Roma that f- fits his football. This is the, the blueprint for a team that is aggressive, that recovers the ball well, that is fast on the counter, um, that can absorb whatever the opponent has in the bag, um, and and can nullify uh, talented individual opponents. And Pellegrini, very, very good. He has been good for the last couple of weeks. Are you seeing him grow, or is this is this him getting more comfortable, showing more consistency? Uh, he was very positive yesterday. Right, and and you know what? I was I was looking at him. Uh, I was rewatching the game uh, after the game. I, I rewatched the game, um, and. Uh, what stood out to me was Pellegrini and Karsdorp, two players that are known for for different reasons, obviously, um, but both have that thing in common that they're very inconsistent and can sometimes do too much and and thus become um, sort of the weak link in the team. Uh, how many times have we seen uh, Karsdorp progress too much, too forward and, and not track back? Um, or, you know, Pellegrini do one of his tricks, lose the ball, and then, you know, you're on your heels and, and the opponent is, is, is ready to score. Um, yesterday, if you watch them carefully, both of them do the right things, the small things that matter. They don't do too much. Karsdorp cuts in. He has one shot on goal. He, he knows occasionally when to cut in, never never really tries to be the offensive force of the team, doesn't do the same things that, that Spinazzola does. Spinazzola basically plays on the wing. Karsdorp yesterday did a great job of, of helping out Mancini with Ribéry, um, of, of really sitting back, waiting for his occasion to, to run forward. And the same, things go, same, same thing goes for, for Pellegrini, who um, I thought yesterday you know did a great job of launching the team forward when there was a chance to the counterattack um, of going, you know, running into the opponent's six-yard area, going down with a penalty that wasn't given. Um, I just want to point it out. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which was pretty evident. I really don't know how you can miss that, but whatever. It's uh, it's Orsato. Um, and that's, that's what I, I really liked. I think I liked about the whole team is that you can't really say that we had a single bad performance yesterday. The whole team did their job. They did their job. They did their homework. They rallied like, around like a team. They played like a team. And it, it was just a pleasure to see a game where you just went full cruise control. I completely agree. And too, you have Smalling return. He's very, very positive. That's two matches in a row that he participates in. They have a clean sheet. Now, I'm not going to draw any conclusions. One was against a Bulgarian five-a-side team, essentially. And then this Fiorentina, who looked lifeless after 10 minutes, as you alluded to. However, 
Gianluca Mancini spoke about this after the match, and he was basically saying that with Smalling, because he's played in so many big matches, because he's uh, just a very important player with a lot of experience, he brings something that they need on the pitch. We talked about that Fonseca is going to have to find a way to include everybody. We don't think this is going to be an issue. But as of now, Kumbula is the one who has made way for the inclusion of Smalling. But it'll be it'll be Ibanez as well. That's what I've. I, that's the feeling I got. Okay, so I was going to ask you, how do you see him moving forward now that we have right. two examples of how he will use Smalling with all four of these guys at his disposal? I'm I'm pretty sure Smalling will be the the sort of the the focal piece of the of the defense and the young guns. Um, I think Ibanez and Kumbula will be the ones switching. Uh, they will be the one. It's they will be the the prioritized substitutes and 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 uh, Mancini eventually. But I I have a feeling that once Fonseca locks into Smalling, once he knows that he's match fit and can really play every game uh, as a starter, then he'll 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 keep him in and rotate the 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 young players. And I think that's the smart thing to do. I think it's it's, it's that at least that that approach. Of of you know game you know one game here the Ibanez plays with with the, the with Mancini and Smalling and then the other game it's Kumbula it, that that's okay I think that can work and um, if that is, that is the approach then it's a smart one. Yeah, I really I, I have to say I am surprised because I thought if there was one who would make way I thought it would be Mancini but it appears as as you just said that that Ibanez and uh, Kumbula will be the ones who make way for him, which, I, again, we're not going to make a big deal about this. You have Europa League. You have the prospect of, of players testing positive for COVID. So this isn't an issue even remotely at this moment. It is just interesting to see the dynamic that he is starting to develop with the defenders. As far as the attack, so I'm not... This isn't me criticizing. It's just an observation but I think there are moments, Andy, where it becomes clear that Roma's attack is very slow. And that's not a surprise. You have a 31-year-old, a 33-year-old, and a 34-year-old as your first choice attack. That's fine. But again, yesterday was another instance where I thought, wow, they could really use somebody like El Shadawi. Because they, they just don't have anybody who can change the pace. Perez, okay, yes. But he doesn't have anywhere near the goal-scoring ability, in my opinion, as El Shadawi. Um... Now, the other problem, too, obviously Zaniolo is out. But once you remove Perez, it really just seems like they have no other alternatives. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that something that you're thinking could be an issue relatively soon here? Yeah. yeah that's, that's, my, that's my main issue is that uh, one thing I, I like is that we know more or less what 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 lineup we expect in Serie A? I mean, the main competition, or at least for now, the main competition where you can consider a, a, a serious competition because you're not you're not playing Bulgarian coal miners. You're playing obviously a Yakini managed team, which is not really that big of an upgrade, but still, you're playing against a talented bunch of players, and um, you know more or less what the lineup is. You you know that the only uh, real question mark is the the right wing back position whether it is Karsdorp or, or Perez Santon if he's healthy now he's out for a month 
Um, but that's the that's the main that's the main the, that's the only real question mark right now. Maybe when Diawara comes back, um, that'll be another question mark whether it's him or Pellegrini uh, with Vertu or whatever the the combinations are. The the one thing that becomes evident is that yes, you lack depth in the in the attack, um, and it's quite clear that. Perez and Mayoral right now don't really pose a threat to to the starters. Um, neither does VR for for at least in in Fonseca's eyes. I mean, um, we've seen VR here and there in Serie A, but mostly it's been in the Europa League. Um, he's done some good things, but I just I just think that it's it, it's sort of it, there are two sides to to the medal here. Um, one is that this team is getting to know each other. They are yes. really building uh, an interesting dynamic. They they know how uh, they move. They know how to counter together. I mean, yesterday that second goal is, is another beautiful piece of art. You, you know, it's a corner. The ball is, goes way too far. Uh, Vertu grabs the ball, launches it forward to Jeko. Jeko then. It's a beautiful pass off to Mikitarian, Mikitarian to Pedro. That's you know it, it, it's simple, but it's effective, and it shows you that these players know how to read each other at this point, and and that's good to have a team that they that is comfortable, where players are comfortable with each other, and um and and so the the team rotates more easily. The functions like a well-oiled machine, at least we hope so in, in, in going forward. The other side to the metal is that all the backups are sort of outside of, 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 of this system. They yes. are, you know, once you throw them in, we've seen the games they've played, meaning VR played a good game against uh, Ceska Sofia. Um, that, was a, that was a good performance. But the whole team was just not there, um, and and you know no matter if you throw Spinazzola in or Mkhitaryan, and and you know you hope to win it, you hope to get something out of it. The team doesn't play well because they don't know each other. There is nothing really that that works there because it, it, it it's similar to what Spalletti uh, had in that in that first in that second year the last time. Uh, meaning the bench was so short. That the starters developed a really good system, but everybody else outside of that system couldn't get in because it, it, they just weren't part of it. They just couldn't find a way to get in, and I think that can turn out to be a problem going forward when when there is fatigue, when you want to when you want to break open a game, like you said, by putting somebody in who can make a difference. Um, if you put somebody like Borja Mayoral at this stage, I don't think he can make a difference because he's just not confident enough. He doesn't know these people around him. He doesn't he didn't get the chance to play with them as much as other players around. So that's that can be a problem. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So that's what I was about to ask you. So it, it almost seems like a very good thing from the standpoint of 
Roma, they know what their team is. Okay, we know what the best 11 are. Fonseca knows the guys he can depend on. Now, other than the defense, the central defenders, and I guess to a certain degree, right back, there's competition, but the competition at right back is essentially who is less bad than the next yes. one. So while Karsdorp did do good, it, you know, this isn't exactly a, um, a a race between thoroughbred horses here. It does seem like particularly when you talk about the midfield and the attack, it feels like there's the fixed points that are in there and the competition behind them seems such a step below, at least in the eyes of Fonseca. Well, I, I think it's a matter of we found uh, a formula and um, we are in a position that we don't co feel comfortable enough for, uh, in, in, in going away and drifting away from this formula. This is, you know, at this point, you are unbeaten. Um, you've had some games where you, you really didn't excel with this starting lineup. But most of the time, they've, they've given you a, a reassured performance, a performance that at least, you know, defensively was solid um, going forward. You 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 are quick on the counter. At least he knows what he's getting from this lineup. He knows that players like Pedro. I mean, Pedro is working his ass off. That's he is. What, it's unbelievable. It's, um, and and again, there is two sides to that medal because you have a player who's really playing out of his mind. Not just you know offensively, but the way he pressed yesterday at thirty three. Um, the 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 willingness to to really sacrifice himself physically was was incredible um and then you you again you think okay but he gets tired or you know knock on wood he gets injured um what then can 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 we find the winning formula by putting perez in um and it, it it's it's a question mark that is very important going forward because um roma will need certainties this season you know if they want to make champions league if they want to progress in the europa league simultaneously if they want to do good for once in the coppa italia um they they need to have certainties um and i think that I think that shows, yes, maybe it, it can be interpreted as Fonseca not really being flexible. But at the same time, I'm wondering what manager would deviate, would have the guts to deviate from, from this formula. Um, maybe maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll 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 get comfortable with the with the new with the newcomers. But for now, again, it reminds me so much of of that season, what final season with Spalletti, where we just had sh such a short bench, and um, and the starters really worked together into and, and basically shut everybody out of it. Given where we are, we're we're getting into the winter now. Again, there's still a long way to go in the season. But if you could point to two things, a couple of things that you think they've exceeded your expectations in, and two things they need to improve upon, what would those be? See, for me, I think the biggest po or one of the biggest positives so far this season is right now, at least it looks like you have found a place for Lorenzo Pellegrini, a guy that you and I have been critical of, who has shown no consistency since he rejoined Roma from Sassuolo. So he's been here a few years now. And I think this two to three week stretch period that he's undergoing, I feel like this is the first time where he is showing consistently good performances now i don't want to overreact and say oh he's 
he's definitely overcome the 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 consistency issues that he's had for the last three years. But I think as far as positive stretches go, this is probably one of the best ones he's had. Maybe slightly behind when he came on after uh, when he came on in the derby against Lazio and he played in the following matches in that uh, in the number ten role. I think this is slightly behind that, but now it does appear that he has found a role for the first time that makes him feel more comfortable. Beyond that, um, I also think Roma have done really well. We so we were from from the Pedro standpoint. I wasn't critical of Roma acquiring him. I was more so critical of the financial aspects linked to it. Three years contract, and he's earning roughly 3 million euros net. So very expensive player. However, up until this point, he has lived up to it. He has done fantastically well. You just talked about his work rate. He's scoring. He's been incredible. So for me, even when you look at it from a financial standpoint, given the way he's performed, zero regrets. Kumbula, he's lived up to the price tag that Roma paid for him. He's been fantastic. He's Him and Pedro are my two favorite players so far this season. I think they've done very, very well. When you look at the negatives, though, I noticed it yesterday. And ever since you said something about it, I've been more, I guess, paying more attention to it. But the midfield, mm-hmm. Andy. So, yes, Pellegrini is doing good. But it just feels like there's moments where he and Veretu just don't mesh perfectly. Is that something you agree with too? Because you you, you express concerns about the midfield. Is right. it more so linked to the lack of depth or is it you don't see Pellegrini and Veretu being the ideal partners for each other in the 3-4-2-1? Well, let me start by 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 listing the 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 two things that I I mostly like and and about this team and that surprised me and and that is certainly uh, the attack um and and in the attack just i was su- i'm i'm still surprised by how deadly we are in counter attacks when we don't waste chances um and even when we waste chances it, it, there is that feeling of of roma being dangerous that again i haven't experienced in quite some time that you 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 sort of expect them that whenever they get the ball back and they're running and they have open space um they can they can re- do real damage and um i'm just i'm just also surprised again at the work rate of the of the three age aging th- forwards um and then the second one obviously is the defense which again is is a surprise because in a long time i haven't felt reassured about the de- uh, uh, so much about uh, the defense as I am now, like when I see that lineup, or when I when I start watching a game, I I have a feeling that the defense will be the last of my problems. You know, in, in I mean, yesterday, what what Mancini and Smalling did together on Ribery was a thing of beauty. What uh, Ibanez did on Calejon, and then the way these moments were, Ibanez has has the, the the guy has guts. You know, for for his age. Sometimes he go. He, it seems a bit reckless, but he just loves to go forward. And yesterday, you would, he he would make a tackle, and then instead of passing it, I don't know to to Spinazzola or to Vertu, he'd take it on himself. You know, he he'd go forward with the ball, and and he he he'd run 
almost the uh, opponent's uh, six-yard area. Um, and sometimes he'd even cross the ball. And, and, and that's, that's something that really makes me excited. And I, I, I love that. Um, and, and then, you know, uh, this, this thing about, about the midfield is it, is it is concerning because I think, for example, a guy like um, Vertu cannot express himself properly in this team right now, uh, meaning he, he, he has too many defensive duties. He's still a very good player going forward. Uh, yesterday, he the the ball he launches into Jacob's feet is is a thing of beauty, and we can't really forget about how how lethal he is from outside the box. And and uh, he, he has a powerful shot. He's physical. He he was a box to box midfielder in, in Fiorentina at his best. That's that's what he did, um, and that's why so many people compared him to to Raja. But right now, he is sort of the one that takes on the responsibility of playing that number six role uh, from time to time. And it just doesn't, I don't feel like it, it does him justice. You know, it, it feels like he's being a bit suffocated. And although he's done very well, meaning his work rate, work rate is tremendous. And um, yes, sometimes he makes those mistakes um, in, in, in when defensively, but but the the work rate usually surpasses those mistakes. Uh, I I just don't think that we have found the winning formula when it comes to the midfield. Is that we you know whether it was with Diawara or Pellegrini, uh, just those there there it feels like somebody's missing there. Somebody that would allow Vertu to go forward. Somebody that would allow simultaneously for Pellegrini to go forward because that's when Pellegrini is at his best. Um, and so that's that's what my main concern is that as as functional as this team looks right now as as well oiled as it looks as compact as it looks um it, you i have a feeling that there is that one very important ingredient that is m- missing from the recipe and uh, it, it, even going forward for me that would be an issue meaning even if we put in a good performance like yesterday, I will st- I'll, I will still see through that. I will still be looking at that position, at that midfield situation, and and be like, damn, we you know we we could have been even better. You know, just just one more player that just just a, a different player that that could allow this team to really hit the sweet spot. I think with with Vertu, it, it does in this system at least feel like he is being held back a little bit. However, since Roma have finally settled into this system, it, it does feel like he is going to have to adapt or make concessions to oh, his sure. game. Yeah, because without question, I think this is the most comfortable and effective Roma that we've seen since Fonseca's arrival. So while I do do agree with you. Uh, he's not able to express himself completely because um, just because of the limitations being put on to him from a tactical standpoint, I think that he's just going to have to adapt because it, it, there's no way Roma can afford to move away from this 3-4-2-1. No chance at all. So yeah, but beyond that, there are not many negatives so far this season. There really aren't, which in and of itself is a positive. So I, I think Roma have done very well up to date. The, the points uh, lost to Verona. We will have an update on that in a couple of we- or a couple of days when Roma's appeal is heard 
as to whether or not the automatic three to zero loss to Verona and the will guy stand. and the guy responsible for that debacle is joining Hellas Verona as we speak <laughs> <laughs> on a three-year contract. I, I swear, man. The, this is only something that happens yeah. in Syria, where the guy who f's it up for your right. club then quits and joins in a the matter club. of days. It, it, in a matter of days. A matter of days. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> so we will definitely be talking about that later in the week on the next episode once once we hear a result on the appeal and if Longo's move to uh, Hellas Verona is made official. So that is where we will leave it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you in a few days after Roma, after their uh, Europa League match against Cluj. So talk to you later in the week. Until then, ciao. Ciao.